What is going on, everyone? This is the Standing Room Only Podcast, episode number 31, brought to you by Goose and Healy. Another week in the quarantine world. Uh, we did get some more sports info this week, so we will go over that. Along with the 30 for 30 with Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Thanks to everyone that has listened to previous episodes. All the new listeners, uh, we appreciate it. You guys don't follow us on social media you can follow uh the sr only account or the standing room only account sr only on twitter and is sr only pod sr only pod all right sr only pod on twitter and instagram <laughs> we'll get this bit. done one day it's been a little <laughs> bit and then uh you can follow our personal pages for me it's the healy six on twitter and instagram and for Goose. And then for myself, I am iGoose. That's with four O's. Again, as always, don't ask why. Welcome in episode number 31. 31 long weeks, not counting the weeks that we took off due to the emergency with the pandemic, which it's still a pandemic, air quotes. We don't know what's going on with that, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, as Healy mentioned, there was a 30 for 30, the long gone summer. And it's it's all about the 1998 season. Uh, I let's let's just get right into it. I mean, I just watched it just a couple of hours ago. Uh-huh. I never watch anything the day of. My Sundays are usually pretty busy, even though it's my day off. And for me, it brought back memories. It brought mm-hmm. back so many memories for me. Baseball was my sport growing up eventually transitioned into to more of basketball like basketball became my main sport to watch and follow don't know why or how that worked but um but during those years i would say baseball was everything so seeing that the mark mcguire sammy sosa home run race it was it was it was awesome it was it was a great you know great memories and the the simple fact that we saw how it ended right so um what was what was your thoughts? What were some of your takeaways on, on the long gone summer, the thirty for thirty? Before I get into my thoughts, if you guys don't already, make sure to download the episode. That's the only way we can see stats uh, with the website we use, and we're trying to track that. So, if you guys listen to the podcast and don't download the episodes, make sure to download so that we uh, can get a good uh, track. Good, good uh, feel for how many people listen weekly. And yeah, that, like I said, that's the only way we can determine how many people like listen to our stuff. But going back to the 30 for 30, I thought it was cool. The, the documentary, like from an idea, was awesome. I feel like the execution was pretty poor. I don't know if I'm spoiled from the the yeah. last dance at all. Yes. The last dance was perfect. There like the interviews and the storytelling of the last dance was so good that I don't know if that's skewing my mind now for other documentaries. This was just a 30 for 30, so uh it was a one-off episode. But like it was just a lot of highlights. I felt like there wasn't a lot of great interviews. Yeah. They talked to Mark McGuire for like a majority of it. They talked to Sammy Sosa a little bit, 
they didn't really talk to a lot of other people they talked to carrie wood for like a couple minutes they also talked to like the guy who gave up the record-breaking home run for like a couple minutes but like i feel like the execution was pretty poor and they, they didn't really do a good job of like describing the setting of the record-breaking season yeah they talked to roger maris's like son and like got his view of it but i don't know i felt like it could have improved a lot i i kind of second that it's the idea of you know we just got spoiled with the last dance was i mean the last dance was a documentary versus a 30 for 30 they had to kind of put everything into you know 120 minutes of a show um versus 10 hours right mm -hmm. so for what they could do and let's not forget you know and there's like a pre-story going into the season was baseball wasn't doing so hot it lost a lot of fans due to the lockout in 94 they came back the the ratings weren't doing too hot so baseball at that time was that year was the the pick me up the entertainment, the, I wouldn't even, there wasn't really much drama to mm -hmm. it. Um, as there was with like the last dance. And I know, I know it's hard to compare the two, but I think I feel the same way as you, where you have the great idea of an, uh, one of the craziest home run races that included two of the greatest players. I mean, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, who was not really known too much. I mean, Mark McGuire didn't really know much about him and don't forget about the kid. Ken yeah. Griffey Jr., who was predicted, never talked. They they talked about him a little bit, not as much as they should have. For the little bit that they said, they did speak highly of him being pretty much a freak athlete at the time, mm -hmm. um, like our Mike Trout nowadays, right? Uh, but I do believe that for what they were given for the time frame, I would say it was okay executed. Um, but it was cool to see. It's you know it was cool to see Mark McGuire talk about it. I haven't seen Sammy Sosa's face uh, in I don't remember how long. Um, he looks a little different than what he used to. <laughs> yeah, he has a different hairstyle, um, and it was kind of cool to to hear like, and uh, you know hear the perspective of two different players who are technically rivals. It's that there was this yeah. one of the biggest rivalry in in baseball history. The, the NFC or the NFC, the uh, the NL, uh, you know, central division is always been between Cardinals and somebody, generally the Cardinals and the Cubs. Mm -hmm. And as they mentioned, the Cubs being from Chicago, the bigger city, the bigger brother, St. Louis fans, you know, just saying, you know what, on any given day, we want the Cardinals to win or the Cubs to lose. And I mean, we see that with different sports, you know, I'm sure Mets and Yankees are the same, but, but it was a huge rivalry. Bears Packers. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, but these guys, these two guys were going out there, putting on a show and no matter what happened, they were friends throughout the whole thing, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that was the, you know, and that's the thing about baseball. There's good sportsmanship unless you're a dick and you cheat, uh, which I'm still looking forward to maybe a season we'll talk about later. Um, but that's, that's one of the cool, you know, takeaways that I, got from from this uh this this 30 for 30 documentary um 
you know, it, it was it was kind of circled around the two cities and, you know, one broke the record and, and won the home run crown. The other one, you know, also was second all time now in home runs and won MVP, even though mm-hmm. the other one, you know, Mark McGuire hit 70 bombs. Sosa hit 66, but then you had Sosa winning MVP. And so there's like controversy there, which I think personally Sosa's numbers were better. Yeah. Um, besides four, four home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, especially us being from Chicago and yeah, granted I'm a Sox fan, but I mean, Ch- Cubs fans are probably the most loyal. They've always packed the house when they would never win. So it was kind of cool seeing, you know, and at the time I was living in the city um, I lived in the city until I was like eight or nine. And so for me, I was in the city and I would go to Cubs games with, you know, my family and, you know, we'd go to both sides, but um, it was pretty cool because that was the thing. Cause Jordan had just won a championship. Mm-hmm. He had just retired. Chicago had nothing going for them. They had kid K carry wood striking out 20 guys in a game. Uh, Sosa coming out of nowhere yeah. doing this hop doing this hop that people were like it's it's equivalent to a bat flip but it was more respectable at the time and Mm -hmm. and then you know there's a lot of controversy and you know obviously the whole the steroids the andro the -the over-the-counter testosterone booster which obviously is a big big no-no nowadays so um there was a lot a lot that i already knew um, yeah. there were some, some new things, especially from the interviews. They, you know, these are more recent interviews. Um, but overall I thought, it, I thought it was an okay documentary being a 30, 30, 30 for 30 on, on a baseball season. Yeah. It was definitely cool. Uh, one thing they didn't do was I feel like they could have went over Sammy Sosa a little more. They didn't, they didn't do like talk about why he would kiss his fingers and like touch his chest at all. Yeah. They never went over that. That's a big part of it. And they even showed like Mark McGuire doing that a couple times. Another thing that wasn't great is they had some crowd shots that were from like 2017. There was a couple ones where like you would see Chris Bryant jerseys on people. And you're just like, why, why are those shots in the documentary? Yeah. I think the big thing was like, and this is going back over comparing to the last dance, right? Mm-hmm. Last dance, the bulls were like this dynasty and I, we're going to see more come out. There's no way the bulls are the only one in the vault. Right. Yeah. And so I think the biggest thing was expectation. The MLB, I don't think really thought anything of it. They were like, well, McGuire just hit 58 home runs last year. Maybe he'll hit 61, but like, the fan base wasn't too hot, but mm-hmm. I noticed that too when they showed Wrigley and they showed the huge scoreboard over in right field. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, I don't remember that. That was that was like 2016. They put yeah. that in or 2015. Yeah, like that was that's brand new. So mm-hmm. I noticed that they just had to fill it in. They didn't have enough. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like the Bulls to give were, you that. They they were gonna gar- they were guaranteed to film the whole season. Right, exactly. And I think, um, and I'm sure there's more news clips and whatnot, but it, it was all the same at some point with mm-hmm. the, um, with the interviews, it, it, you know, they even said it got to the point where Mark McGuire even said, what, what else are you guys going to ask? Cause it ended up being the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And then Sosa was the exact opposite. He loved the attention. Oh yeah. No matter what it was. 
Oh, he yeah. loved the attention. He loved getting the crowd on their feet, um, which both players did. But Sosa, Sosa did it. He liked to have fun. Um, so I, I think they did well for targeting. They focused on the long ball, mm-hmm. the 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 main topic of the subject or the main subject of the episode. So it it's one of those things where there could be a 30 for 30 as to why Sosa was as great as he, one of the greatest Chicago athletes and mm-hmm. really Chicago doesn't really care for Sosa. Like no. the organization does not care for Sosa at all. Oh, and Sammy, Sammy even said it in the documentary when they showed that Mark McGuire was in the St. Louis Cardinals hall of fame. I didn't even know that because as a Chicago Cubs fan, Sosa isn't even talked about from the Cubs perspective. And once I saw that, I'm like, you guys have to do something. The Cubs have pretty much banished him from being in Cubs existence. They haven't retired his number. He's not in the Chicago Cubs Hall of Fame. Uh, probably because uh, he like left the team in 2004. They like traded him. But the, the only reason they have not they want him to admit to taking steroids. He never will. It, it's just a dumb thing to stand on for, like, just to not put him in your Hall of Fame or anything. I don't know if they purposely know that he will never, like, admit to it. So there's, like, all right, we, we're going to do something, like, maybe that we know he won't ever do just so like he won't be in our history because steroids are bad. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. He should be in their hall of fame. He, his number should be retired. Maybe even get a statue for him. I don't know. Yeah. Of him of him doing his hop. Yeah. Specifically. It's tough. It's tough. There's other players, but that's MLB is very tough. Like you have Pete Rose who got caught gambling on a world series, which keep in mind, he batted like a four something, almost a 400 in that series. Right. So no, it's like it's he, him managing or he was managing that time. Yeah. Okay. So he was managing and he was gambling, but like the, the, the whole gambling aspect kind of goes, oh, you know, I was thinking of shoeless Joe, but yeah. the whole gambling aspect goes like for Pete Rose, how can you take away his accolades? Pete Rose has a career number of hits that are 4,000 mm-hmm. some odd hits. Yeah. That's that's like untouchable. Ichiro did that in his whole career between Japan and the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's supposedly he gambled against his team or whatever it was. Don't think he blew the World Series, but like he's one that deserves to be in it. There's other notable players, obviously, we can talk about. The goat that was spotted a couple of times in in this documentary, one of the goats, right? Barry Bonds, yeah, who was smacking home runs and stealing bags and doing everything before this, before the steroids. He won three MVPs before, like we ever know, he took steroids. Three, three MVPs is the most anyone has. That's not named Bonds, and he has seven. That's nuts. He's, I mean, he's literally the 
best player that we've seen mm-hmm. up until maybe Mike Trout. And okay, you take steroids, you build muscle, you get power, you get strength. Sure, you can pop the ball out of the park. Unless Mark McGuire was doing this since he was uh, in, in high school, he was a yeah. big boy. He, he was came, a big boy. He hit like 38 his rookie year. Yeah, he or hit whatever. No, it was more than that. I think he was in the 40s. But like, regardless, at at college, I think he went to SoCal. Forty nine, right? forty nine home runs his rookie year. His, yeah, his rookie. That was a rookie record, which eventually got broke. Um, he in college broke a record, and you can see him as a kid. His arms, he's just naturally a big guy mm-hmm. who eventually admitted to it. He swung for the fences every single time. He was a fly ball type player he always saw and that's why he never when it came down to like the 1998 season uh he batted like a 290 he was in the 290s which Mm -hmm. is good it's not great he's not batting at 330 sosa had a better batting average than him yeah i just think the whole steroid talk and accusations it's it's to keep a player out of the hall of fame it's very tough and also oh Mm -hmm. i was just gonna say that um like Mark McGuire said in it, it wasn't like against baseball. They didn't test for it. They didn't like ban people for it at the time. Bud Selig, Bud Selig just let it happen too. And he didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden it's made bad in baseball and they're looked down upon when you have had guys take greenies and all this other stuff throughout MLB history. And anyone that did that, it's just thrown to the side. Steroids, though, yeah. that that is bad. That is terrible. Even even though, like, it was banned and like tested for after the fact that these guys took it, they're looked down upon. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you're gonna look down on these guys for. I mean, granted, Mark McGuire did say there's side effects. There's good side effects. There's bad side effects. If you want to take that, we know what the bad side effects are. You can you can have fun with that as a man. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, he was saying, you know, I came across this. It was some team, somebody on his corner was like, you should do this. This is better for your recovery because he was getting hurt. He was a and, bodybuilder. Yeah, and it 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 worked. And, I mean, obviously, if these guys went back in time, they probably won't do that. But – you know, and it is funny because the same people that recommended that for, for McGuire, he's like, hey, can when you guys speak on this? And they no comment. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, as you said, the MLB out of nowhere, they backed Mark McGuire. They backed him. And then out of nowhere, they were like, oh, this is a big no-no. Now, I wonder if it's because, oh, it's, it's a huge, it's like the biggest union, like, in, in the States, probably in the world. And now it looks bad. Like, I don't know what the reasoning is. I mean, it's bad. It is bad. Like, nobody should it's always looked down upon even in bodybuilding competition. Mm -hmm. Most of those guys I'm sure take something, right? Some of those super Jack guys, but I can't, you can't take that away from everybody. We don't know, but I'm, you know, there's always just that look that's like, eh, you kind of cheated to get that strength or you kind of cheated to get that big. Yeah. So, but these guys, baseball is a very tough sport. It's not, it's not your, your, your hand eye coordination is like, so, so super hyper developed that mm-hmm. you can hit a 99 mile per hour fastball you can you know whatever it may be 
Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, these guys were smacking bomb, bombs right out the gate. Yeah. So unless they knew of the secret from the 80s going into the 90s and 2000s, which I'm sure didn't happen, can't take that away from yeah. what these guys accomplished mm-hmm. at the end of the day. D. Gordon got caught. He's only hit like 20 home runs in his career. D. Gordon got caught. Exactly. And, and there are reasons for it. There's different types. Like Barry Bonds was supposedly a cream when he hurt his leg. It was a deer. Was his the deer antler? Or was that? No, that was Ray Lewis in the NFL. I'm thinking of Ray Lewis got caught. So there's, there's so many different things that we as humans test with and are able to find a way to speed up what is natural or mm-hmm. increase what is natural and that's looked down upon. And sure, is it bad? Is it looked down upon according to some fans? And like, for instance, Sammy Sosa corking his bat, I would look down upon yeah. more than Mark McGuire taking this over-the-counter drug. Yeah. Like, and that's... But even then, Sosa should still have some sort of Hall of Fame within the Cubs community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he doesn't make it in like the the baseball one, which will probably not happen because baseball is all about being pure and like the Hall of Fame yep. voters suck. The Hall of Fame voters are just old men. They want to keep the hall small for whatever reason. They don't care what your numbers are unless they're like the greatest of all time kind of weird there's specifications on certain people but also that steroid era big part of baseball like you can't deny that era of baseball and just throw it off to the side yeah like even if these guys did take steroids and stuff they're a big portion of baseball a big portion of the fun times that were had back then before all the steroid stuff came up and it tarnished it in a sense. And that's the league's fault. The league, that's their fault. There's this list, right? This, this list out there of allegations against players who took it, which I'm pretty sure Sosa's on that list. You had like Rafael Palmero, you had Jose Canseco, A-Rod. who was part of this met. Yeah. A-Rod. Um, there's so many, so many, like you said, D Gordon, so many players that took it. And it's like, should we disregard the, the sport all those years? We're not going to disregard the sport. You made billions of dollars all those years. So the way I look at it, it's fair playing ground. Everybody likes to put a little asterisk next to 73 in the home run column of Barry Bonds. Sure. Mm-hmm. And 762. Um, yeah, and 762. Um, personally, I don't. I think that he was already putting up numbers and – he, I don't want to say the steroids did it. I don't want it to be, oh, he only did it because of the steroids. Because he was a great baseball player. I mean, yeah. only, player, only player in the 400-400 club and the only player in the 500-500 club. Stolen bases and home runs. Stolen bases, yep. No one comes yeah, close. Yeah, he was with... He was great with Pittsburgh before he even went to the Giants with Pittsburgh. He was, put, I mean, he was incredible. He wasn't that big. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't that big with Pittsburgh, but I mean, he was still, he was a big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and even then, even if it was sure, maybe, maybe there were roids, maybe there were roids going around, 
around the time Maguire was playing in Oakland. He had Jose Canseco. Canseco admitted to it. Yeah. Jose Canseco was a nut. So maybe maybe there was. But for whatever it is, MLB decided to crack a whip and say, eh, nope, we're going to stay here. Nobody can take steroids, which is fine. But before we even had a rule on it, uh, you guys don't count. You can't yeah. get into the hall. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Wild. Uh, fun, fun random fact. Bobby Bonds was 70 home runs away from being in the 440, 400 club. He had 332 no home runs and 461 stolen bases. So, like, Bobby Bonds. even that, Barry Bonds was a son of a three time All Star, three time Gold Glove winner. And that's just great genetics. He finished third in the MVP twice, fourth in the MVP once. Like, yeah, he was just a beast. Yeah, so that goes to show, too, like, a lot of times, too, with baseball, like, you, there's some families, like, generations of great genetics. Um, like Vlad Guerrero mm-hmm. Jr. hopefully will be what his dad was. But, you know, and you don't want to take anything away from the game because of, I mean, that's like America's sport, pastime sport, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they didn't have that in the 1900s, early 1900s in the 20s and stuff. Babe Ruth was fat as shit. He smoked and he drank and he ate a lot and he smacked 60 home runs. So, sure, to say, oh, well, he didn't, he didn't take steroids. Why, why did these guys have to take steroids? Well, it was a different era. It was a different era. And they, they took other things back then and nobody really gave a shit that they did. Yeah. So it's yep. not really documented because it was kind of normal back then. Yep. There wasn't much to document. There wasn't just as many eyes on them as there are now. But Which, speaking of baseball, I'm sure we could transition over to today's baseball. Well, let's <laughs> stay on the same subject. What is going on, Healy? What is going on? So, uh, apparently... Uh, Rob Manfred, I don't know what he's been doing, but a few days ago, or like last week, he was like, there's 100% going to be baseball. And then a couple days ago, he's like, I'm not 100% there's going to be baseball. And that, like, was terrible to hear. The main reason he said that, though, is to put fear into the public that there wasn't going to be baseball he was trying to pressure the players to finally crack and just do what uh, Rob Manfred wanted. Apparently today, though, uh, there is talks between the MLBPA and Major League Baseball. There's a new proposal sent, so no deal's done. But it seems like they are getting pretty close to like coming up with a deal soon over the next couple days, we could see major league baseball back because there's a lot of details that came out in this. So the 60 game offer. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently now it's 60 games, full prorated salaries. So the players are going to take that like pay cut, but they're going to get paid the same amount per game for that season uh, that they would have in uh, the regular season. They would have expanded playoffs we talked about that before in a previous episode. We could talk about it again uh, if they fully agree to uh, this proposal. 
and it would include waiving of right to grieve the union. I don't know exactly what that means. I would have to uh, look into that more. But I don't think there's a deal right now because the players still want more games, which might happen. We'll have to see. 60 games is a good start, though. Full prorated salary, 60 games. Also, I saw someone report that in 2020 and 2021, there would at least be DH in the NL, which would be great. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. That's This is what they've wanted to, you know, dip their feet in the water, so to speak, to test the waters. Do it now. Yeah, It's a shortened season. Don't let You don't have to have the pitchers bat. And I know some pitchers like to go out and swing and smack bombs, Madison mm-hmm. Bumgarner, whoever else. But let's let's try something new. Every every major sport is doing something new. The NFL, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if they do something new. We, you know, even though they think the season's going to start on time, we're not probably not going to get a preseason uh, as soon as the beginning of August. It might be later. So everything is going to be a little rushed at some point. Um, why not make an adjustment? Now is the time. I'm sure the players would be okay with it. And we, I've, I mean, I've been on social media today and we've seen – Players voice in their opinion. They're said, when and where? Let us play. When and where? That's it. They're ready to go. And as a fan, I've been ready. I've been ready since April. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a good idea. I would like the DH and the NL. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, as an NL fan, I didn't like it originally, but it would be cool to bring it into the NL, especially because now that opens the game for people to sign anywhere like being a cubs fan hearing like nelson cruz becoming a free agent hearing like who's another older guy like chris davis maybe becoming a free agent like he's not older but uh like the the athletics one not not the orioles one the athletics chris davis oh that okay 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 that one i don't don't think the other chris davis should really be in the league but that's Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother topic or like yeah, just like those older home run hitters. As a Cubs fan, hearing them hit free agency, knew there was no way they could be in the National League. Now that opens up the whole game, and these good teams can get even better. Like yeah. the Dodgers, they can now scoop in for a DH and make that lineup Which, even better. Even yeah, the Dodgers. I'm pretty sure are going to be the number one picked. You know. According to Vegas, mm-hmm. um, especially with the DH now, especially with the DH adding another bat, which I'm sure they have guys coming off yeah. the bench who can just take that position. Yeah. Um, I mean, they all had they they probably have like no joke four guys that could probably hit 40 home runs on that team, or even 30 home runs at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the proposed offers was a longer playoff run too. Well, it'd be the, That's like the rumor. It'd be the expanded playoffs. Expanded playoffs. Okay. Okay. So I think it'd be worth it. Let yeah. the play. I mean, we've said it from the beginning. These guys, they want to play ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's their sport. They, yeah. They're so accustomed year round to not being home. They've been home for so long, and I'm sure they're getting that itch. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're seeing it on social media. Yeah, we saw Mike they Trout gotta, tweet about it. Yeah, Trout, Trouty did. And then, you know, it'll help. It'll help. It'll help the 
you know, grow the business during tough times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players are going to get paid. Granted, it's going to be, um, you know, prorated for, you know, obviously they're not playing yeah. a full season, which is fine. I'm sure they're fine with that. These guys make millions and millions. And the, the league's going to make money off of it. There's going to be ratings. There's going to be all other types of, you know, and uh, what, are they going to be the only league that just doesn't come back, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, or make an attempt? So I think um, I think they're making strides in the right direction, and I, I agree with you. I think within the next week we'll, we'll have more updates, and I'm sure that they'll, they'll uh, sign something. Yeah, and going back to the 30 for 30, that was weird watching in the beginning when they were talking about the strike. Like, if baseball yeah. doesn't come back, it'll be worse than what it was back in 94. Like, it would... The sport could potentially kill itself. But, like, watching the documentary and, like, they were showing clips of people talking about uh, the strike, it was, like, almost the same. It was almost identical. Yeah. You had guys blaming the owners. You had guys blaming the players. The MLB came out and was like talking about the the sides not agreeing to anything. And I was like, "Is this a 2020 documentary we're watching?" It's literally the same exact thing. Obviously, there's the circumstance involved, but even then, it's the same situation. Yeah. Nobody, the union, and you know the players against in the you know versus the owners, and it's the same story just 16 years later. Um, which 20. 1994. 26 yeah 26 (laughs) years later wow my math is off i wish i would say i wish i was that young again but um yeah that year that you know 1994 was the uh you know there's high hopes for the white Sox that year unfortunately it didn't work (laughs) yeah And, and like even back then people i think it was david letterman he was like these guys are millionaires like why are they complaining and it's the same thing today they agreed to a contract on it paid it's just they, they both There's, want certain things and they want it to be perfect in the contract that they're signing both sides be spoiled yeah yeah and get as much as they can before they finally disagree on something yep and that's i mean that's just that's baseball i mean mm-hmm. it's one of the highest paid sports you know in the states at least and it always has been that way i mean you look at teams with a budget that's you know like the Yankees and there's you look at other leagues that don't even have that budget you know mm-hmm. um it's it's nuts but you know hopefully hopefully they come to a even if it's a 60 game season that they're talking of it's something at this yeah. point um like you said it could kill the MLB at least for at least for a few years mm-hmm. so it took them until 1998 for something to really pop off and even then it was still kind of tough yeah and uh Going along with sports news, last week we did say we would come back this week with NBA predictions. We are going to push that off until uh, ne- uh, until a future date, until it's like 100% what's happening with everything. Uh, NBA news, though, they did come out with like the details of where people would stay. Like what happens if a player gets tested, the player will be isolated, make sure it isn't yep. a false report. How often they're going to be tested regularly, regularly. Uh, would the league have to halt? Uh, it's not spelled out, but it's not, it, it doesn't look like they would require a suspension of the league. 
because they're all going to be isolated. What happens if yeah. a player doesn't want to go? It appears that they can, they don't have to. They won't lose any salary. So, at at Disney World, these people, these players are going to be in hotels. They're going to be required to wear masks. Players and staff cannot go in each other's rooms. They can't go in and hang out with any of their teammates. Uh, they're going to have their own chef and food room that's open 24 hours a day. Uh, they're all required to wear a Disney magic band unless they're playing basketball or working out. Uh, they're going to be used as key cards and they're going to check for coronavirus stuff. Uh, they have three-hour blocks to practice and stuff. The players can use the pools, trails, and golf courses. And what's funny about this uh we talked about this a little bit beforehand but if players want to play ping pong they cannot do doubles they can only play one-on-one sorry joe ingles uh no one's allowed to leave campus what a game day will look like Uh, the players will be able to attend games there will be probably some noise in there uh will there be guests after the first round there will be uh, but yep. it, it looks like their family can be allowed at some point. And then, uh, yeah, players will be yeah, th- tested for drugs. Yeah, and I, I think we touched base a little bit on it uh, last week. Um, obviously, with the newer rules, with what they have access to as far as ping pong, golf, swimming, no doubles, don't get close, which, I mean, that's that's the only way this will work. Everybody's got to, you know – Everybody's got to practice the safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did mention that they're there. You get tested like twice before each game. So I think it's like right before game time and like the night of like before, yeah. um, which is good. They're going to test for fevers, which I mean, that's like any employers doing in the States now to go back into like an office. Um, so I think that they're doing the right things. It's it, it may suck. It may not for these players who are stuck at Disney World. It's like they're on a campus, but they can't utilize Disney World the way anybody else would love to when there's no COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, after the first round, as you mentioned, which I would say would be the end of August, beginning of September, would start the second round. And they would allow select family members. Like it's You probably can bring like three to four max. For each player, that's... That's gonna they're gonna have enough space in the stadiums for that. Stadiums pack about twenty five to thirty thousand on a small scale, probably more. Um, so I think I think they have a good plan. This is a, this is same thing with the NHL. There's a good plan that if followed correctly. Um, and again, this is speaking on if everything goes as planned with you know everything that's going on in the world with the social injustice and. You know, obviously I want what's best. You know, Mm -hmm. there's two sides right now. There's a battle between what to do, what not to do. Should we do this? Should we not do that? I just want them to come to a conclusion. I personally want whatever's best for both sides. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, as a fan, do I want them to play? Yes. But also, as a human, I want what's right. Um, So whatever they're going to decide to do, that's awesome. Um, If they end up playing, if they end up deciding to play, I'm going to support it because, well, I love the NBA and I want to see LeBron go at it in a Western conference. I want to see 
Giannis end up in the finals, perhaps against maybe LeBron or another tough team in the in the West and see if there's going to be a passing of the torch. There's just so much drama that I've been missing with sports and we might we might we may actually end up seeing it. Uh, we'll know. Um it'll be first week of July if it does. Yeah. So and I think that's pretty much it for yeah. this week's episode. Uh, if you guys did enjoy it, uh, make sure to leave us a rating. Download the episode if you have not already. Uh, give us feedback on social media, how you enjoyed the episode. If you want us to talk about something on the next one, we'll gladly do that. Like You're the one listening. If you want us to talk about something, we can. We, we can definitely do that. Just make sure to tweet at us uh the standing room only pages or you could tweet at our personal pages uh s our only pod for twitter and instagram or for myself the healy six yep and then my personal uh is gonna be for instagram is i goose actually instagram and twitter i goose with four o's again i'm always on social media if i see something news i'll probably comment on it if you guys have a question like Healy said ask us i love staying interactive uh especially during my spare time if i'm not reading something or if i'm not you know getting on the sticks to game whatever it may be um or if i'm not busy i love to talk sports no matter what it is uh there's a there's so many a plethora of of ideas and questions and you know, something from as simple as I was on, I think it was on Facebook on the, I became, I became a top fan for the diehard Chicago Bulls page, I guess. And so like people are asking me questions on there when I comment and that's what I want from, from the listeners, from the viewers, you know, whoever's listening in, uh, ask away, ask away, uh, you know, basketball, football, baseball, those are the three that we talk about the most that we're up to date with. Um, yeah. And of course, We'll probably put some polls out and and go from there. Yeah, we will uh, see you guys next week.